What's up? What's up, everybody? Uh, take three yeah. of our here and there sports podcast. Um, we're here technical after difficulties. Technical difficulties. Uh, we're here after the divisional round weekend in the NFL playoffs. A lot of exciting stuff. My Chiefs are moving on. Uh, you know, the Ethan's Giants are nowhere to be found, but wow. they'll be there in the draft in a month or so. Let's go. <laughs> um, what was the best unit? So I'm talking offense or defense you saw play this past mm. weekend. Mm. Sorry, good mango chunks. Uh, I, I think, honestly, I think it came from the Chiefs-Colts game, and I think it came from your Chiefs because Andrew Luck, you know, he had been getting so much hype and expectations coming into this game as far as sportscasters like Coward and Stephen A. Smith saying he was the best quarterback remaining in the playoffs. And I, I don't think I went that far, but all of us saw a little bit of the magic of Andrew Luck and this Indianapolis Colts turnaround this season. So a lot of people expected them to beat the Chiefs, but for that Chiefs defense to really come through, and they were getting Andrew pressure all game long, making him uncomfortable, forcing just killer fumbles just when you think that the Colts were picking up a little bit momentum and we were going to see a repeat of 2014 or whatever that was uh you know they would force a big fumble or sack so I would say that the Chiefs defense specifically their defensive line really really stepped up and now they're on to the AFC championship for the first time in I don't know how long the modern era yeah yeah definitely 1993 I believe I um yeah, I, I got to agree with you, the Chiefs defense. And I'll throw in the Rams in there as well. The, the Chiefs and the Rams both showed to every analyst out there that they're more than just a flashy offense. They showed that they can get they can get gritty, they can run the football. If, if you would have told me the Chiefs, that Patrick Mahomes didn't have a single passing touchdown before the game, I would have said, oh, we lost. It's over, right. N- no way. No way we would have won. But the Chiefs, show, the Chiefs defense was tired of getting talked about how crappy they were. And how they were the reason they weren't going to go to the Super Bowls because they can't stop a nosebleed. And they came out and balled out against one of the, the number six scoring offense in the NFL um, in the Indianapolis Colts. And the Rams were also able to, to you know, everyone was saying how they couldn't run the football or they couldn't stop the run, not run the football. They talk good, right, but um, right. could stop the run. And, you know, they obviously had the Cowboys coming into town with a really good O-line and um, Ezekiel Elliott, and they limited, limited him to 20 rushes for 47 yards and a touchdown. So, and, and C.J. Anderson went absolutely off as well as Todd Gurley. So, they, they beat them at their own game. The Chiefs were in, the Chiefs were able to get pressure everywhere on luck um, against that so-called great offensive line that was going to help upset the Chiefs this past weekend. Um, and those two teams really won unconventionally, and they were able to get it done without, you know, um, you know Mahomes having to do a – Right, uh, be, be, right. Crazy, you know. Yeah, I, I was going to say, this season in the NFL has been all about the air raid offense. I mean, we're seeing teams pass it more than ever before in the NFL history. You know, guys like Mahomes and Breeze, just everyone's just airing the ball out. So for Mahomes to throw zero touchdowns, I mean, how about Damian Williams? Did he step up or what in the absence of Kareem Hunt? It was, it was something. And if we're talking about groups that performed well and stepped up, how about the Colts O-line letting everyone down? I mean, <laughs> I, can't, I can't go in-depth enough to say whether it was uh, Quentin Nelson's fault or not. I mean, I doubt it was. Who knows? Um, there's probably some sort of sabermetric out there for that. But, man, he was going to be my, my pick for Offensive Rookie of the Year. It's Everyone's talking about Baker, Saquon, 
boom, you know, blindsided by Quentin Nelson winning the award. I wanted that to happen, to be honest. Uh, but I, after after this weekend, I don't know. Yeah. Colts O-line disappointed. Yeah, it, w- one thing I love to see was that there was there was a point early in the game, in the second quarter, when uh, the Chiefs got a pump block and they got returned for a touchdown. Um, there were a lot of profan- profanities being yelled in my household, but yeah. we're not going to go into that. But uh, it was 17-7, and there was, you know, he looked at the Colts' sideline. They had a bunch of, you know, hyped up on the sideline. You could see everyone in the crowd being like, oh, no. Here we we go. were waiting for it. We were all waiting for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what did the Chiefs do? They take a long drive down the field don't, and give and make um, the Colts use all their timeouts in the first half, and they go score a touchdown. And then there was another point at the end of the third quarter where the Chiefs get the ball back. It's looking good. Um, you know, it won't happen again, right? And then Teddy Watkins fumbles. And we're like, oh, right. are you kidding me? Right. And then the very next play, D4 comes around the edge and strips Andrew Luck. So – I love that this team, there were times where the Colts could have got back into it. There were multiple times, and the Chiefs shut them down. And they did it on the defense, not by Patrick Mahomes just, you know, making an insane play. And that's, I think, what ultimately might propel this team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I maybe it was Alex Smith in years past that was holding this Chiefs team's back. I, I doubt it was. I bet that it just worked out this way that, you know, the defense stepped up a little bit more. But Patrick Mahomes seems to just – it seems as if he cannot be phased by anything. And obviously the Chiefs are home this weekend, but I, I wouldn't even doubt that if he was going to New England in the AFC Championship, he would even be bothered by it. I mean, this is a second-year quarterback out of the Big 12 where they don't play defense. Like, where did this come from? Such a – a guy with such poise for such a young player and – so good. It's kind of ridiculous, but it, they they didn't collapse this yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Some it, people coming in, in the draft, they were talking about it before the game. They did think there were some some analysts that said he would be a third round pick at best. Patrick Mahomes would be a third round pick at best, and the Chiefs go up and trade for him. And they were showing old headlines last year that was like risky pick. Why would they? They were close to a Super Bowl with Alex right. Smith. Why would they take a quarterback? And look what happened. That's, that's why Andy Reid is a great coach. And people need to put respect on his name and stop bringing up his playoff record as a reason why and, he's not a good coach. Right. And that, that's, that's why sometimes I, I try to kind of advocate for the quarterback that does really well in college, really, really well, more often than not, is going to do well in the pros. I've always been a strong believer in that. And it, it's ridiculous to me that guys like Josh Allen that had mediocre stats, if not bad, at a school like Wyoming, are getting valued over guys like Patrick Mahomes that just lit it up in college for a Power 5 school. So I, I don't know what's up with that, but I'll tell you, I had my my phone ready. I was ready to text you faster than I did when USC missed a bowl game if the Chiefs were going to choke that game away. <laughs> I swear. But you're, oh. you're, off, you're off the hook. Um, what are you thinking about this weekend's games? Well, uh, we can start with the Rams and the Saints. I, uh, I'm going with the Rams. I, I – what I saw earlier in the year when these two teams played was a Saints team get up 35 to 17 and everyone's like, Oh, the Saints, Oh, the Saints. And what does Jared Goff company do? They come back and tie it. Now I know they lost the game, but it showed, it showed you that this team has fight. And I don't think they're the, the Saints are going to be able to kind of be able to do it again. Um, the, the Eagles showed last week that if you get pressure to breeze, you can really rattle them. And, and we were talking about this earlier off the uh, camera, but um, when, 
if you can take away Michael Thomas, they don't have, besides obviously their great running running game and Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, they don't have another big-time receiving threat like the Rams right. and the Chiefs do. Right. So I'm a little nervous. Like I, I think Peters can, can hang with Michael Thomas. Michael T- Thomas will get his plays. Michael Thomas will make some great catches. But Peters will be able to limit him enough that Breeze is not just – torching him or torching like he did the Eagles all day with Michael Thomas. They couldn't they no answer for him because they don't have a star corner. But uh you know I'm going with the Rams. I think Jared Goff will get it done. I think uh Aaron Donald and this defense will come up with enough plays. And if they play like they did last week, stopping the run and they did it against Zico Elliott. So I have no doubt in my mind they could do it against Alvin Kamara. Um I, I think this team's gonna win. What about you? Give me the Saints. Give me the Saints. I mean no, my, regardless of what we saw this weekend, I think there's a lot of truth to what you said. Um, and the reason I know that is because I'm the one that was talking to you about the Saints' lack of a big <laughs> player receiver besides Michael Thomas. Um, but so I, I think I like a lot of the stuff that you said just there. But what people forget a lot of the time that gets kind of lost, I think there is a huge difference between playing the Philadelphia Eagles and playing the Philadelphia Cowboys. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, Those two yeah. would never want to be confused with each other. Yeah. I can't imagine that if anyone here is an Eagles or Cowboys fan, they'd be very happy with that. But uh, I think that the Eagles are a lot tougher to beat. I, I know they were 9-7. and seven. I know that the Cowboys won the NFC East. But Mr. Nick Foles is such an X factor in the playoffs. And the Eagles are such a good team. And that front seven – on the Eagles is so good that the Saints, I think that that test against the Eagles being down 14-0 to zero at one point in the game, I think that it, that is a great test for them. And it's going to completely prepare them for when they face a team like the Rams, who has a great D-line as well, uh, you know, with guys like Aaron Donald. They, I think they're going to be ready for that, battle-tested a little bit. Um from coming back from a 14-point deficit. So, also, the Rams are the inexperienced team in this equation, and they're the team going into the Superdome, which is a very tough place to play, especially in a postseason atmosphere. And that, that Saints play calling, is say what you want about Sean McVay being a whiz kid, but the Saints play calling is so good. They find ways to work people like Taysom Hill into the offense, you know, and he almost caught a touchdown against the Eagles. But it's hard for me to imagine, yet, at this point, Jared Goff and the Rams and their 20th-ranked offense in the NFL, that didn't impress me that much against the Cowboys, coming in to a battle-tested New Orleans lead, led by the greatest quarterback of all time and beating the New Orleans Saints in the NFC Championship. Well, that's a debate for another day. I'm, I'm, I don't agree with that. But we'll, we'll, go <laughs> okay. over, we'll go over to the AFC. My Chiefs against the Patriots. What are you thinking? Whew. This if, if there has ever been a 50-50 game in sports in recent memory, it's hard to think of one that's more of a toss-up than this. I mean, it is so ridiculously close, um, not just on paper, but – emotionally too with the it's so hard to pick against the Patriots but then again what have you seen from the Chiefs this season that would lead you to not pick against them I mean lackluster defense at times okay they stepped it up against the Colts when it mattered the most I mean god forbid I have to say good things about the Chiefs but I truly (laughs) do want them to beat the Patriots this weekend um honest to god 
but this game is really such a coin flip. But you know, I'm not I'm not getting paid the big bucks here to call it a coin flip. So I'm sticking with my initial playoff prediction, and I'm picking the Chiefs to win it. Yeah. I think that when Patrick Mahomes throws zero touchdowns and they win, I cannot even begin to imagine what's going to happen when he's throwing, you know, four, three or four touchdowns. Like his his average has almost been, you know, three touchdowns a game this season. Um, so I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. And even if Bill Belichick does eliminate some of those Chiefs uh, – superstars like he is so good at eliminating big players from teams the Chiefs have so many weapons all the way through and I think that this is really where their defense is going to continue to step up so I think it's going to be really close but I think that overall the Chiefs are just a little bit better of a team and maybe even overtime but I think the Chiefs win I like it I like it I'm going with my Chiefs of course I uh and I, I really think so I really think they're going to beat them this weekend I um Patriots are a very good team. They showed it. They they thumped the Chargers. The the score was not indicative of uh, how close that game was. But um, you know, I, I personally thought the Chargers were a little overhyped coming into the game, and uh, you know, them thumping the Chargers, who they're a good team, but I think it's getting a little bit blown out of proportion. And you know, the Chiefs, like you said, Patrick Mahomes. T- <laughs> if you had told me through zero touchdowns, there is no way coming into the game I thought that we would win. There's there's no way. But the right. fact that the defense showed out in the running game is the key. Now, it's going to be freezing. There's, there's, there's a thing that came out today that it could be 10 degrees at the highest or it could be well below zero. So running the football in this game is going to be a big um, indicator of what's going to happen. Yeah. I think the Chiefs are going to be able to do that. Um, and the way the defense played, the, the Chargers last week were playing a zone covered. They, they played it all year, and they wouldn't uh, sub out of it for, for – um, the Patriots and I remember Tony Romo said on the broadcast, you can't beat this team running a, a zone scheme. The chiefs run press and they, and they blitz and they don't blitz a lot, but they, they get pressure because they have D Ford and Chris Jones and Justin Houston. So, um, you know, I, I think that, I think that the Brady and them will obviously have some big plays. It's going to be a shootout of a game. It's going to be a great game, but I think the chiefs will come away in the end. And uh, the, the 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 Chiefs will be back to their glory in the Super Bowl. Okay, their their glory of Len Dawson in Super Bowl four. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. All right, qu- quick thoughts before we wrap this up. Wh- where do you think Kyler Murray is going to go in the draft? Oh man, I will say it. I can't tell you where I think he's going to be picked, but I can say as a Giants fan with the sixth pick, I would not <laughs> mind taking him at all. I would not, and and this is this is from the the biggest Eli supporter out there. You know, you'll be hard pressed to find someone that's more pro Eli Manning than me. But I I'm convinced that a, such a dynamic guy like Kyler Murray, he's what Russell Wilson's height. I mean, don't don't be distracted from his height. It's okay. You know, he's so fast and quick and good. You see, we saw him against Alabama put up 34 points and throw a 50 yard touchdown off one foot. Man, I liked Oklahoma's offense this year. Big 12 defenses, right? Well, look at Patrick Mahomes, and he came straight out of a Big 12 offense. So if he's sitting there at six and Haskins has already been taken, if the Giants are planning on taking a quarterback, by all means, go for Kyler Murray. Let him sit for a couple years behind Eli Manning, who, by the way, is a legend himself. So (laughs) if a guy like Kyler Murray can learn behind Eli Manning, I think that that can be very lethal. Yeah, I I think kudos to Kyler Murray for – 
you know, saying screw the money. I'm 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 gonna go play football. Um, when uh, yeah, I think he'll get money there too. Exactly, but but the safe <laughs> pick would obviously be baseball with the bigger contract and and um, uh, obviously it's not as uh, threatening to the body to be playing baseball. But you know, I think he should be a first round pick. I don't know that he should be a top ten pick. I don't know. I don't. I think he might be actually because of the lack of quarterbacks. With really Haskins being the only other big name guy that's out there, um, and Herbert going back to uh, to playing college back at Oregon, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, what uh, happens there. I think Kyler Murray will go top ten because his draft stock will get pushed up because of the lack of quarterbacks. But um, it'll be fun. I think he's gonna have success. I think he'd be a great fit with the Giants, like you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, here's here's a, another interesting. I I know we want to kind of wrap this up soon but you know we might not be able to podcast next week if the chiefs lose next weekend so we have yes, to get some yes. thoughts in here gotta get some thoughts in here um trevor lawrence how about him right i we haven't touched on that national championship and we don't need to but man trevor lawrence looked really amazing and all the analysts are saying he could enter the draft right now if he could and be the number one pick, that's ridiculous. We have not seen that from a freshman ever in college football history, I don't think. So, Yeah, it's going to be exciting. That, that year when he comes out, and uh, is he the next year or the year after? No, he's a, fresh, he's a true freshman, so he has to play next year, the year after that, and then he's eligible for the draft. Yeah, he's going to be such a – because by yeah. the time they get there, he's going to be a veteran in college football, completely Gosh. polished with a, a, at least one national title resume uh, on, right. on his resume. So Maybe that's more. exciting. And, you know, yeah, Clemson has a chance to run college football for the next few years. Um, we started an Instagram for Here and There Sports. Yep, go follow that's it. Go follow it. Uh, Here and There Sports podcast, all lowercase, all one word, H-E-A-R, and I think you can spell that, there, T-H-E-R-E. Sports, sports podcast. So that's There's a couple capital letters in there, but you'll figure it out. Uh, I don't think there is in the Instagram username. Oh, okay. All right, I didn't set it up. So this is good. Yeah, okay. I'm learning. Well, all right. So everyone, go follow that. Um, these mango chunks are really good. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I'm uh, I'm excited for my Chiefs, and I'm I'm hungry. I'm about to go have some dinner. So all right, sounds good. Enjoy your dinner. We'll get back to you guys in a few weeks, depending on how the Chiefs do. Yes. All right. Bye.